Yeah, more than hashtags. Come on, come on. Yeah, more than hashtags. No, we won't forget uh-huh. what's working, what's trendy, and what's next. Yeah. With Adam Lidecker and Vincent Orlek. Every week, a new episode from News on the Net. Come on. Uh, repping Arizona. I know just what you came for. For stories people might miss and fly under the radar. Yeah, more than hashtags. It's news and we're on it. Make sure that you subscribe and follow if you want it. Yeah, more than hashtags. Hey. Welcome to more than hashtags. Oh my God. What is, what are we even doing right now? What is this? Is this a podcast? Is this, I, I have a microphone in my face. We are back from a false start and a summer hiatus. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I guess it's a summer hiatus. I guess we can call it that. Sure. You know who it is. Let's do it. <laughs> well, actually I'll be honest. And, and I know, uh, Patrick from our new fr- other podcasting friend from the Pat Down who recently recorded you. Yeah. I was yeah. Uh, listening through your podcast with him and he did, as he said, light a fire under, under me. <laughs> but, but you know, I, this break has been good. Like as we just started talking and texting before going on air tonight, I was like, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready to get back into it. More casual. Um, we're both in these new roles so that was some time to get settled yeah yeah and and uh i think between between patrick and then evo a buddy yeah. evo kind of uh he's he's all of a sudden on fire every day almost doing facebook live uh videos talking about podcasting by the way not podcasting on facebook live evo tara check him out he had yeah. podcast pontification um, he's in a, he posts in some podcast groups and is definitely ruffling some feathers. Well, uh, he, he's, he, he started, I'm so glad he did the, the local podcasting group for yeah. us Phoenix. Why not Phoenix d- divide and conquer, you know, yeah. spread the ideas around. Somebody's going to make them happen. And it looks like he's, he's even going to do in person stuff. Uh, in-person he said we we better meet up. That's what he said. Yeah. 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 I, I love it. I love it. It's he's, he's doing stuff that I think that myself and, and even you, Adam, like would, would have loved to do mm-hmm. and, and be active and, and like drive if, and we just have other, other things. Yeah. Happening. So I'm I happy mean, Evo's doing it of all people. He's, he's like the perfect person to do it. Well, yeah. I think it's, you know what? He, he's back in the States. So our friend Evo, Long-time podcaster, like number 40 or something, 30, like wrote podcast. 40, 40, 40. get it right. He's number 40. <laughs> he wrote podcasts for dummies. He's a, He actually does podcast consulting uh, and like podcast launches, ideation, stuff like that for a living. He's a guru. Uh, he's a podcast he's a, guru. He's a great guy. Yeah. He had a, a book about the beer diet, which was one about the time I met him uh, years ago before he left Phoenix, moved around the globe, came back. So this makes sense that he's like getting his feet back in the dry earth of Phoenix and uh, doing cool projects, you know, reaching out, connecting. Like it seems like he's cultivating new communities because he was really well known. Um, and now he's like, well, let's do something creative. So how about we, so, so let's talk about this and this can be like the nice segue absolutely. into the show. Yeah. The in, show. That, in that vein, um, anchor. <laughs> Anchor and other podcast hosting um, platforms, right? So, little backstory: you got to own your i, you got to own your IP, man. You got to own your IP. I'm telling you, Adam is is Adam is paraphrasing, paraphrasing slash fake quoting, but somehow real quoting people that are closed minded uh, when it comes to podcasting in general, and and the democratization of audio. Well, let's just say right here, there's, yeah. there's podcast has been around since, you know, middle, early, early to, yeah. Mid, yeah. Early there's this historic OG or, you know, there's historic podcast hosts and podcasters been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. Not all are set in their ways. Many mm-hmm. are right. Several are. And then there's all this new technology, free hosts, uh, free tools, uh, affordable tools, or, or just, lightweight beautiful tools that you know it's simple and new new podcasters and new audiences new voices yeah so basically 
uh, I'm not saying old versus new, but like apparently because of uh, a couple groups that we're in, podcast groups that we're in, and and without a doubt, the question is always asked by a person and next to their name, it says new member. So it's a, an innocent question always being asked, hey guys, what do you recommend for podcast hosting? Something mm-hmm. like that. Or they, or they ask something specific to Anchor. The anchor the the app because yeah. they see it all the time if they're looking around for podcasts and things they they come across the anchor app which is this I mean I would have to call it the easiest way to start a podcast at this I mean, point literally everything you like maybe like five or six apps on one it went through a, th- a couple pivots from when we used it back in the day but now essentially. Uh, like podcast studio in your pocket mm-hmm. use that again but essentially um you know you want somebody to call into your show you want to drop music in, you want to host it for free it's all free by the way um you want it to also what they do is they on your behalf push it out to all the different places you can be mm-hmm. heard which which most of them at this point now do every day we see right this one oh they just added spotify to their list or they just added stitcher or well, i mean or whatever the the case may be the, the podcast hosting platforms are generally now on the ball for the most part yeah we use pippa and i think out of the newer ones they were one of the first uh, earliest or, or earlier ones to to like push us through to spotify and pippa is very clean the team's great uh, affordable pricing. I think you can host up to five episodes for free before they charge. So you can try it out. Um, all that is, and a lot of these conversations for me centered around enable and empower new enable and empower new voices. Like let's just do that. Let's just like, and whatever tools they use, I'm still using my Apple ear, earbud, mm-hmm. earbuds, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're using zoom to record for free. And, uh, well, that the- was how it. That was intentional. When well, we started. So there is, but, but we also had some sort of knowledge of, of how we wanted to do it potentially. Like we tossed around different ideas, but we, we had an idea of like, okay, well we can use this or this to record it. We can use this or this to edit. We can use this or this to host. Right. And a lot of people, I would say if it's not the majority, it's 50, 50 of, of people that are coming in that are like, starting a new podcast or asking about it or thinking about it, they don't know because I get, I get these questions a lot and I'm, I'm not like the podcast person, like to, 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 I'm not out there as, Hey, let me talk to you about your podcast or consult you on your, how to do this. Like people just, they, they ask, I'm sure they ask, they ask you too. Because I've helped a couple like local nonprofit podcasts. And I'll tell you what, like what we do, we record on Zoom, download it. You use utilize iMovie to edit, mm-hmm. put some music jingles in that we got, and then we're uploading it. Even that is technically too much for sure. s- for many or some amazing storytellers who have a voice. Or maybe you know what that you know twenty five, thirty, forty five minutes could be utilized other places. So just like that that little ditty where what's the best camera you to own the one in your pocket or the one that's on you. Same thing kind of applies. Because uh, photographers won't, I mean, there's many photographers that will say, Oh yeah, you know, use your iPhone or your Android. But, but if you're a professional photographer, you're always going to prefer almost, you know, automatically you're going to want to use a DSLR. Right? I had a friend who refused to get on Instagram. This was a couple yeah. of years ago, <laughs> but as a photographer, but then I have another friend who showcases his hobby, which is storm chasing. He's gotten, you know, his, his videos in movies, gotten all this press and you know what? He is booked for portrait photography. Yep. Yep. So the, so so the point, the point in why I wanted to to bring this up is because we hadn't, it was something that happened recently and we got into this big like discussion. I won't call it an argument, but it was definitely an argument um, in this, in this group about, this whole thing of the anchor app versus um, traditional or other hosting sites. And the, the argument came down to the fact that they think people, the OG original gangster podcasters, some of them, not all of them. um, Some are not open-minded enough. 
they think that the terms of service, let's say, um, an anchor prevent you from owning your content and all this stuff. And it's just, that's not the case. The CEO actually came into the group and did a great name. Graciously came in. I wouldn't did an a- AMA the, actually. I wouldn't have answered the way as graciously as he did. Yeah. Um, and he answered all the questions and debunked everything. And you know what? Give him the benefit of the doubt. They put, Every company takes some canned terms of service from their legal department. Yeah, if you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, you're on Twitter, you're on like it, these all have this same type of TOS terms of service that they're saying that well, you're on our platform, we kind of sort of own what you put on there because you're using it for free, but we're not going to do anything with it except for maybe advertising. Yeah, the legal uh, department is different than <laughs> yeah. the heart, the heart or the mission of the founders. Yes. So they definitely answered that and then other things and they were other people were very concerned about owning your rights and having your own all this stuff. I'm like, you know what? These other tools are great for other people. Yeah, like but like exactly. the, the whole spirit of it was um uh not welcoming and no. and honestly, um But I didn't bring it up to I didn't bring it up to complain about the group. I comp- I brought it up to just point out to anyone listening that if some, and I, I don't work for Anchor, I don't get any benefit from this from Anchor, neither does Adam, other than we are fans of Anchor really since it launched, even before it had the whole podcasting ability. And it was totally um, different back then. Totally different. It was audio Twitter. Essentially, yeah. It was not, I mean, that's how we really referred to it. And it was a very like engaging app for audio. It was, it was different. It was, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was just audio, but it wasn't podcasting. It was like all self-contained in the app and then you could kind of like share that audio out on Twitter or Facebook or something. So now it's, it's actually podcasting. If you, you record, you can and they publish just, it. Yeah. They keep adding more. I mean, they are a very innovative team and, and they have a lot of grit and determination and funding. Um, and they have plenty of ways to monetize it without charging the user um, or charging the right. user. But um, yeah, I, every time you drop me a new link and you show me some other feature that they just announced, I'm, I'm still kind of amazed. Like, yeah, this stuff just didn't exist. Nope. They um, are, they are innovating, you know, they are innovating in, in, in several ways and, and they're really just, they, they are, there's still a barrier as far as we, as, as podcasting has come with all this equipment, microphones that like USB mics that plug right into your laptop that didn't exist a couple of yeah. years ago. Um, or maybe they did, but they were like super pricey, um, equipment wise, um, platform wise, like software wise, all this stuff, it's come a long way, but it's still either too pricey for some, or really more so is the know-how and, and the people are, are not tech savvy enough to even know it's a USB oh, yeah, let's, mic, you let's know, take it back. Cause yeah, I was setting it up for, um, helping AZ tech council set up. So here we are. I'm, I'm messaging. I'm setting this all up. So yeah, we got the first episode. We uploaded the host. Oh yeah, you got to take the RSS feed. You got to send it over to Apple. You got to wait till that confirms. So Anchor, Anchor does all that for you. Now people complain and be like, oh, they're submitting your feeds on your behalf. You don't control it. Well, you can get it if you want it. But most people like don't care. They don't want that right away when they start out. And really the stats that Apple gives you aren't that great anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, Not yet anyway. Yeah, and they say that. They Maybe just, they'll get better, yeah. Uh, and there's other third-party stats you can tap into and stuff like that. And um, But really, like, um, I don't even remember the number now. Do you remember the number? Spotify ran that um, that contest for um, female, um, like, uh, people of color to enter to. It was women. It was women of color. Yeah, so yeah. I'm trying to think how many oh, entered. Something like, was it 90,000? Or nineteen. I feel like there was a nine. Yeah, it was nine, but it was a lot. Like it was in the thousands, not ninety. That'd be amazing. It was a lot. It was, it was a. It was a bigger. A bigger. It was, it, it potentially, think. yeah, it, it was a lot. So well, I was fifteen, maybe. I don't know, but I was blown away because I said to myself, I actually reached out to Simon at Simon at Pippa. At Pippa. I reached out to a couple of people. I'm like, why don't you? I didn't like how it ended and how Spotify didn't support them. They just gave them a PDF to how to get. Yeah. Started. My wife applied too. same thing, but old information. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not, not opportunistically, but I'm like, guys, why don't you just like do free courses and offer free hosting? Cause Hey, here's my point. Let's just say it was 15,000 people. It was a lot. 
have were interested in starting a podcast who had a voice had had a message had something to say transformative to whoever their audience would be amazing amazing and there are very little gatekeepers in podcasting right now but as you said there are some um steps to get in um, so yeah technical. and and there's some there's some technical know-how to unless... people who have people who have solved it those people in those groups like i hate to say they're thinking they're, they're looking down at these people or like oh they figured it out but well no but that's where that's where to to put the cap on this that's where anchor really anchor alone comes in is you download the app and you don't have to get all crazy and you can have your own podcast. You can and use literally just your phone and ha- get a podcast onto iTunes, Google Play, um, Spotify, Stitcher, right? Um, any podcast app aggregator, uh, like that's what it is. And and I, I mean, we we prefer to use for our show. We like like Adam said, we use Pippa. We prefer that for a number of reasons. But for some, it's Anchor. For others, it's Libsyn. For we others, should do a. It's whatever. Like it's it's it just depends on the user, on the whoever's making the show, the producers, that who your audience is isn't. Eh, it's not as much of a factor. It's more about like who's making the show. Like what what do you need to make the show? Yeah, and, and you how can comfortable use it. Like there's so many ways you can use that tool. I, I'm actually blown away. They actually give you a phone number if someone wants to call into your show. Mm. They can call into your show with a phone or wherever, where they can send. I, I don't know how the rest of it works. The, the craziest thing to me that happened with that was I, when I was messing around doing like a little football show with my buddy. Um, what's up, Mike? Shout out to Mike. Gambino. Mike. Um, one of my best Mike. friends, best man. Mike G. We uh, we started just fooling around with a with a little football talk with Patriots fans. So we were we were doing that at the end of the season last year, and. Well, we started, we were using Anchor, we started, and it sounded like, like a phone call because I had him, I called him, right? With, mm-hmm. So you call the other person within the app. Okay. And, and the show starts, like you st- it starts recording. Um, when it, we started doing that at first, it sounded like a phone call. Two weeks later, mm-hmm. it sounded like this. Yeah. Like microphones in a studio, and our our audio isn't like – a hundred percent top notch either, but like you get, it's not a phone call. Type yeah. They might, I heard they changed whatever and went high, higher. And well, they incorporated, um, uh, what's it called? Oh, uh, Oh, Pied Piper, that technology too. And, uh, <laughs> the compression, the, the compression. It's all about compression. Pied Piper. <laughs> so yeah. So we, uh, we are fans of, of uh, a lot of different things, Pippa included. Well, I'm curious too, like maybe we can spin this off whenever we've done Meerkat or Anchor or any of the new ones, we've always done a challenge, like get over there, how awkward your face, you know, on camera or how awkward your voice is. You have a story to tell, you know, what, what's, what's, what's your passion? What's your interest? You know, start a podcast. Uh, I'd love to like have this running challenge to see how many people we can get to. And if you don't, you're not technically savvy or don't have the time or money try anchor try yeah so uh, it'd be cool i'd love to see like all these new voices come into the space because like there are shows that we love like the daily that didn't exist before for like in-depth news and so many other ones that and i did use it for for social media club for social media day the uh the shows that you hosted oh you put it on anchor because it connects to Twitter, so it, Social Media Club has its own anchor uh, account because it just connects to, through Twitter. And I put those on on Anchor. If you were not aware, those yeah, it's like nine episodes that are all that's awesome all up on there. So you can uh, go hear me. Uh, oh, they're hosted. Yeah, they're on Anchor. They're hosted on anchor. But if you go to iTunes or whatever and search for it, they'll come up. That was super fun to host that podcast for uh, Social Media Day. I don't know. I didn't listen to him, so I don't know what, what I sound like. But I know I kept eye contact the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought they came out good, and, and everybody seemed really happy. You yeah. Know, uh, Adam hosted, uh, for the listeners, uh, Adam hosted during Social Media Day Phoenix here back in June. Um, I asked him. I'll do it anytime. It was yeah, fun. It was super cool. It was, you sat in a room all day and, and talked to – 
like nine or 10 people and asked them some questions. And it was, it was a little bit of a play on what we did for um, Phoenix startup week on yeah. a smaller scale. But I kind of felt like in some ways uh, removed from myself, like a little fly on the wall. Like I was making them the star, like mm-hmm. trying to, trying to, to lead and guide the conversation to keep it going concise, but like, yeah. What are you guys doing in social? What's your favorite social network? And you know, it was, it was cool. It was very light, very easy questions um, for the, the fo- anyone that wanted to go in and record that was at social media day. So I um, believe I was actually drinking a LaCroix at the time as well. So. <laughs> you were wasted on LaCroix <laughs> bubbles. Hey, right, um, enough about us. There has been a, uh, loads of social media updates and news over the summer there has but we're not going to talk about most of it we're not right we're, can we talk about the linkedin groups thing please enlighten me well i don't know if it's enlightening i so have you back in the day when the linkedin day. groups were a thing yes a few years within the last like what five six seven years ago i mean i feel like i joined a lot of them like 2009 10 11 something like that i agreed and and they were very active um i at least places to talk to people i at least saw them in my feed that's you know or yes but and and they were they were not the spam filled atrocities that they became uh later on and why everyone basically why many people, not everyone, but I'm sure there's some that are still going strong that people hung clung clung it uh, onto. Uh, but I, general, I have personally not been active in any groups, and neither have I for years. I, I get like the connection. It says, "Oh, I see, we're connected in the same group." I'm like, "Cool," which is a crock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I ever get one like that message, a message uh, connection request like that, among other things, that's one of the signs that it's a crock because I literally have not gone in a, a group in like five years. Has to be at least five years on yeah. LinkedIn. So Facebook, to... well, those things, like it, it wasn't like a, like a something that was done on purpose by Facebook, but the activity. Mm-hmm. eventually came over to Facebook groups and Facebook groups grew and Facebook oh, yeah. recognized that over the last, what, two to three years in a big way. And now they've really pushed like Facebook groups have all these cool new features over the last year with analytics. And um, now this whole this thing with the units that are sort of like lessons that you complete inside of a group, um, like social learning. So they're really, they're really pushing it. In a way, those lessons are kind of like pinned stories on Instagram. Kind of. The first thing you see, come in, you know, get to know the, the group or the person. Have you created any units yet? I've, I've only, all I've done is activated it in the like two main groups that I run. Um, I, I, I haven't, it takes more than that because there's, you have to like build stuff you have to build the units with with some information and questions and things like that i feel like that's like the wrong thing to call it <laughs> units yeah i don't know it seems kind of dry <laughs> i don't but, know well we're back yeah. to linkedin linkedin groups so they they're bringing them back um after a couple of years ago linkedin tried to bring them back with its own um groups app back then Oh, I remember that. I remember yeah. That. They, that didn't happen um, because you can't just bring back the app and think that, oh, it was because there was no app. That's why no one's using it. No, it was because yeah. it, was, it was spam-filled atrocities, as I mentioned earlier. Um, they, just, they just got horrible. And, and so now, now uh, they basically sent the, the word gut out. Uh, I think I, we saw this on TechCrunch. Um, through an announcement through LinkedIn video influencers. Do they spread the word? No, it was, it was just uh well, yeah. Power users. Yeah. Groups, power users, which I mean, are those the good people to put it out to if, if they're still using groups, but no one else is, I mean, there's probably other people 
you want to get it out to, but, but they, they're getting the word out. They're getting the word out. So it's coming. It's, it doesn't, it's not a, a fake report. Um, it's, they're actually going to push it out there. I could see, yeah, I'm thinking my, the wheels are turning. Um, we use LinkedIn for a lot of our, our uh, startup ventures and obviously B2B especially. And then we have a lot of uh, either our founders or people in that industry, they live on LinkedIn. So I could see like, like a lot of the strategy we've been giving to, for groups to start Facebook groups, a lot of the yeah. Facebook groups that we're in for some of these services we use that are actually useful and helpful. Um, I could see duplicating that just on the platform that our demographic is on, uh, but curating it and maybe treating it very similar to uh, producing content and value like you do for Facebook. So yeah, it's just, I guess it depends on how they can get people the hook, how they can get them to use another sub product inside the product. And, it, and it's, it's interesting too, because they, so Facebook had groups, uh, the app, right? They had the standalone app that I loved. Yeah. I yeah. used it. A lot of people, I think, really enjoyed it and used it heavily. And then they got rid of it because they wanted you to use, access groups from within just Facebook itself. And LinkedIn, that's kind of where this is, where this announcement came from was that they were officially getting rid of the groups app that they created a couple of years ago. And, but they're going to, with this new push, they're going, it's going to be accessible through the LinkedIn mobile app which we'll see uh i mean their app is uh it's always well, well, a question yeah uh, and, and i'm still i will continue to shout it from the mountaintops that uh, i you can't run a business page on linkedin from the mobile app you can't do there it. is a mobile app uh feature benefit though yeah what's that bug benefit though a bug benefit. You, you can request uh, to follow people and you will not get the email gate. Do you know this person? Enter their email. Request to connect to connect with someone? Mm-hmm. You will not you will not get uh you will not get stopped by that you must enter their email. So take it take it for what you oh, want. Wow. Take it for what you want, but I will say if you do that too many times and people say they don't know you. So, I mean, I always stick to like, uh, I add like 30 or 40 a month, but it's typically around the events I'm in or. Yeah. But the trade off there in adding connections in general is if you hit that button, you generally can't like, you have to go in a little bit of an extra mile to add a personalized. Yeah. Note. So I, I have never, <laughs> I'm not joking. Like I have, I have a, I have a lot of connections I've been on. You know, we, I think we probably both were on LinkedIn very early. Mm-hmm. you know those the lions <laughs> yeah i not that but i've i mean i'm probably like you and i are probably similar in that we've we've been picky about yeah. who we've connected with but because it's been so long like yeah i'm i'm, I'm under three thousand connections but i'm at like 2500 2200 or something and that's that's after years of really being picky who i connect with yeah i think i was more just because of like south by and san francisco yeah. and stuff like that but I have never added a personal message at all. And maybe because I'm picky and they say, Oh, 38 mutual connections. Um, and I, you know, I'm not like in a spammy way. Now, one thing you can do and you should do is you can go into pending connections and clean that out. Mm-hmm. Cause if you the ones to- that you've sent and haven't been accepted. Yeah. Cause back in my younger days when I was uh, dumb and foolish and wanted to be known, uh, I got temporarily blocked a couple times, <laughs> you know, it's like I'm not I'm not buying Twitter followers or anything. So come on. I do think that that the don't do as, that by the as way. As much of a best practice, it's it, it's like the one of the first two or three things that is mentioned as a best practice as with LinkedIn. Anytime best practices are mentioned about LinkedIn, yeah, is yeah. including a personalized message or note when you send a connection request. And while I I would still lean towards doing it, I'm just thinking about like on a daily basis as I, I usually get a couple connection requests mm-hmm. and the, I mean, it'll show you if they send a message with it, but I, I don't like, I don't judge it 
based on if they send a message. I look at the mutual connections. Yeah, I guess I should be mutual back up and yeah, yeah. You know? But I mean, you, you do qualify it just in a different way. I think. Yeah, I guess I should say like the last couple of years for sure. If I'm sending a mutual connection, that person person I, knows me, or or yeah. we'll see like multiple connections. I will. Um, let me if there, share. If there's a, if there's a, a uh, an established, if I've met someone already like at a conference or something or locally or whatever, like for sure, I I generally, if I'm feeling up to it, <laughs> I may like. Mm-hmm something like oh yeah it was great meeting you at, at this event or something um you know maybe but if it's someone that i'm already pretty well connected to i'm probably not gonna include a personalized man thing. i was gonna like share like a tweet of the day i found but uh, I, I feel like there's like 20 or 30 tweets wait, let me like, guess let me guess did it was it just one word no no started sh- with a t shush shush no, it was it was one of the. Uh, Wait, was it a video of a of a a senator? No, interviewing a potential judge. I'm being serious, man. <laughs> man, no, it was something like uh, it was something funny about, and then the, I don't know what the first part was a joke, and the end, end thing was like, if you don't even take the uh, effort to personalize as an email, don't email or something like that. Mm. Personalize an outreach or. <laughs> anyway, I feel like I have like. 30 to 50 tweets missing. This is weird. That's fascinating. I'm very active on Twitter and there's some stuff missing. Uh, I'm sure anyone listening to this will oh, find that absolutely fascinating. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Because Twitter is not showing me my tweets in chronological order. So when right. I like a tweet on my feed, it could be like two weeks ago. So whatever I liked has been now buried. Well, yeah. Oh. And now um, you know. And now you know. So this is here's something else that if you're listening you'll you'll kind of be like why are they why are they talking about this but um, that's okay because this is more for me and Adam anyway so uh, we're back baby <laughs> this is it we don't care about you no just kidding just kidding I didn't say that someone someone <laughs> um, let's see let me find it here I and I think I've seen this before too. Um, in a in a Twitter DM group I'm in with some other cool cool folks, um, there was a there was a post someone put a comment in there about with a link to how you can view your Twitter feed with essentially no it's like no retweets no anything and in chronological order from the people that you follow only. Hmm. Um, I'm going to find it. Hold on. It's, it's from today. Please do. Yeah. Um, but in the, in the meantime, what, what else you got? Oh, I just, I just actually replied to a, a snarky tweet. <laughs> this investor buddy said recorded music, 18 billion cars, 1 trillion retail, 20 trillion. I said, Carbonated water, right. avocado, avocado toast? Question mark. Yeah, I'm gonna DM this to you right now. Slide it. Yeah, I'm sending it. I'm, s- I'm gonna send it. That's the link. And if you click on this link, and we can even, we can put this in the show notes too. Facebook Messenger. I can I can text it to you. Actually, just send it through Snapchat, please. <laughs> okay, filter. So this is, wait, so this Follows. is a view of Twitter. No links, no retweets. Simply a chronological view of original tweets from only the people you follow. Oh. Why is this not like a, a button? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a hack to see. Well, yeah, it's the formula. It's... Oh, you're searching. You're searching. Yeah, it's a search. Booland, is that what they call it? Yeah. Uh, Filter, fall by follows, minus retweets, minus replies, minus links. You could actually probably play around with that more. Like, it could, you could literally do, uh, uh, what's the tool that I don't use anymore for, (laughs) that curates the the most shared Twitter, uh, Twitter shares by my followers? 
What the heck? I Adam. Adam, come on, Adam. I use that tool. All, I used to use that tool all the time two years ago. I don't know. We're going off the rails. Uh, we're off the rails. This, oh, this is cool. All right, hold on. I want to click this again. But no, so the, we'll put this this um, this link and shout out Form, to Formula yeah. Greg Weiss. Greg Weiss is the person who shared this. But I feel like I've I've seen this and clicked on it before and seen this same type of thing. So what if I you. could put search your followers? At you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't even want it the, fir- the I first. Know, dude. I don't know. Oh, wait. This is not in chronological order, though. Well, mine is. If, if you... Mine is by the first three are popularity. Then it goes into chronological. You clicked on the link that I sent you? Mm-hmm. So There's... you should see... Then, then click on latest if you're not on the latest. Oh, I'm I'm in I'm in my I'm in Twitter browser. Sorry. <laughs> just, click, even, just click. Not even, I'm not even logged in to be honest. How's this yeah. even working? <laughs> oh wait, these aren't my followers. These are just yeah. random tweets. No, literally, these are random tweets for nobody. All right, dude. Uh, Instagram. We wanted to chat about two things. I wanted to get your hot take on Instagram TVs and just our last episode. Uh, dozen years ago we talked about instagram tv and then you want to talk to me about instagram the shoppable app might be called instagram shop who knows insta shop um shopagram instagram igtv do you use it it's way up there at the top igtv it's been out since june right our last episode yeah july um i don't know when we recorded last I have, I've since then I've been in IGTV once or twice just to to kind of check in and see if there's anything else interesting on there. Um, so far, no. I mean, I'm in it right now because of this, but we're still having a some trouble with the whole like discoverability angle. I just wish they showed plays like they do in YouTube, like for transparency. Like it would help. They're not going to, but it would. Well, no, help. you know what they're doing now is the whole the prompt at the top. Like that just started. Yeah, you get the, the red week. dot notification. Well, oh, actually, no, 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 no. You get the yeah, and uh, the prompt, and the prompt. The whole prompt at the top, like it's a yeah. whole notification thing that says watch, and it's real it's, estate uh, right there. Yeah, I mean, who I'm, I'm seeing in here is like fashion brands, it's celebrities, in the popular one, the popular one. Um. Yeah, I haven't watched this stuff. But it's, it's not exclusive stuff. Like, th- so this is the same problem that like Facebook Watch has had, which we actually talked about Facebook last time. Watch yeah, is addressing. So one of the videos that's in here is a video from The Ringer. I just watched it on Facebook Watch, but it's mm-hmm. in here on IGTV, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pop it on real quick and see. Maybe, maybe they're testing. You know, look at this. It's sideways. Yeah, yeah well, that's even worse. Guys, what are you doing? I don't like it when they upload it and obviously in landscape and it, it cuts the sides. This is the same video that was on Facebook watch and they just put, threw it up in here. So I have seen some brands do it right. Um, let me just give you an example. Um, and I love those guys. I love the ring. That's my favorite. I can't tell though. Cause if you like sunset magazine, which is like, I think an Arizona publication, I just started following them. Um, oh, you can see the views. Dang it! You can if you tap on it. Well, it says it all at right. the bottom. Yeah, it says. Going to go to popular. Um, all right. Well, that's not. I don't think that's great. Here, the number one from two days ago has forty-five thousand views. You go on Facebook, you see the, the in an hour they get two million. Some of those, Twitter even, a couple hundred thousand. Well, look, I'm looking at the Chicago Bears versus Green Bay. They did a trailer. For the game, uh, it's got 5,200 views seven hours ago. But I can tell you right now, this video, I would almost guarantee that this video was not made for this platform. It's cutting something off on the sides, yeah. Like The only people that, that are coming to mind that I think I've seen, well, Warby Parker. They for sure legit did some uh, 
human feature stories and they filmed them specifically for IGTV. Um, Food Network, that is the worst. It is so cropped. It is this bad right here. It's so bad. You know, I want to like, I just can't. And then, you know, I know you're not supposed to turn the TV, turn your phone, but all right, enough about that. I don't know. I'm, uh, well, no, the the whole here's the whole point. It's it's like it plays into the the bigger picture of what would you take a video? Would you take a video that that wasn't the right size and was going to get cut off and put it up on your Facebook page? upload it or put it in your no, YouTube no. channel and upload it. You wouldn't. So why are people doing it here when it's, it's actually easier. It's easier for Instagram TV to make a video for Instagram TV because it's just your phone. It's the size of your phone. You can yeah hold your phone like this and make a video. You don't even have to hold it this way. No, I get, I get it's testing. Cool. I get testing. Uh, we, we always encourage people to test, you know, or do measure, something like measure. Dude, I'm so. This makes me so annoyed. Just do something like specific for that to, like you said, to test it or have some sort of a, a strategy or, or do a campaign around that for a month. Like, just do it. Just just try it. So I'm listening to a book on Audible right now about content, but I'll just paraphrase. I wrote down a sentence that you know I heard this morning, but I'll paraphrase it. It was around content when i say content it's specifically written not just Mm -hmm. content um you know i'm writing content every day so written words but let's just say video this is throw in whatever you want but respect your audience respect your audience and deliver what they need in a way that's useful helpful and respectable like respectful um you know keep your audience in mind when you're creating this stuff so like it talked about people who are churning out uh, blog content that's uh, take some time. You're not just going to put it up there because you can. And that's well, the most point. Will. Most will. Well, I wrote that down and that's okay if you test and you come up with a strategy. Like I, I've told some uh, startups to say, Hey, listen, let's set a goal. Do 12, do 12 Instagram posts this way, measure, listen, see what it works. And then, and if need be, you know, tweak it around. But I wrote that down because, uh, like we talked about all the time, these little constant reminders to check ourselves. Are we doing things better? Are we, are we truly like creating unique content for different channels? Or are we being, I'm not saying being lazy, but are you just putting the same stuff on every channel? Which is what Mashable did when they first launched way back in the day. And why would you follow Mashable and get all those push alerts on all those channels for the same content? You wouldn't. <laughs> And that was like what two thousand seven or six or whenever they went crazy. Yeah, and they had uh, eight different Twitter accounts, or whatever ten. In whatever. some ways, every day I hear some story that just harkens me back to, oh my goodness, this is to you know social two thousand nine still. I'm not saying that to be you know lofty or more than above then, but I'm like, it just goes to show you that there's some slow adopters out there or people that. And it's laziness too. It's laziness. It's, it's, Hey, we've, and it's also partly like we've got this thing we put all this work into. So we want to make the most of it. So we want to take this and put it here, 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 and here and do this. Yeah, with you it might have a it. checklist. Did you push it? Did you push it on these 12 places? Yep. Yep. Got I, it out. I get it. I get it. Like, but at, at the very least, if you're going to do that, go the repurposing route in the sense of, don't just put the same thing everywhere. Like take, well, and to your point and do something different, your point about IGTV, like respect the audience, but respect the medium, respect the platform. Why am I going to watch that? If it looks like crap, there are no rules to writing. There are no rules to creating this stuff, but there are, I don't even like the word best practices, but there are like, like AP writing style guide. You know, there are like, you can see it right in front of you. Oh my goodness. The developers of this software created it in such this way. Well, one, you could break it and go outside there and do something different, which I always encourage use as something to create something unique to stand out. But also like, yeah, yeah, it's your, it's a good point, but um, you know, and I was told one person uh, just the other week, I said, you know what? 
while you wait on my recommendation document, go dive into Instagram. Follow a couple people that are in your niche and just consume. Go tell me which ones you really like. We're not going to like necessarily copy them, but you can learn what works and what you're drawn to. So, and like what doesn't work? She's like, yeah, why was that video cropped? I'm like, oh, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And if it, if it if that keeps keeps up, and I, I will put the ownership on Instagram for that. If it's a bad experience, people, I don't care how many people upload it. Consumers are just going to skip it because Instagram Stories is just a much more consumable feature. But in that in that same by that same token, you could make a really. I mean, if you if you want to keep it easy, if you're doing stories anyway, when before oh, yeah. the story expires save the whole story yeah. as one video and guess what put that up on instagram tv because then at least it's not on your story because it expired but now it's still living in your your igtv where you can even keep it there for as long as you want with along with other videos that you put up like if you're gonna if you're gonna do something like like easy do that do that because yeah. you can it's made for it and I'm not seeing a lot of people take advantage of like if they create a really great story or tutorial, pinning it to their profile. Oh, uh, that too. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing, seeing like people brand it, like brand yeah, the, the covers and stuff. Yeah, more and more, but often, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know about Instagram shoppable app. I mean, obviously, they do have like shopping tags in Instagram. <laughs> you can link it. I have some of my stuff linked. I typically don't. It has a weird vibe to it. I see the analytics. Um, but maybe this is kind of a play, like an end run around. Um, okay. Let's, let's think it's, it's a, it's so just to put it in context also, it's not like, Hey, it's coming out this specific day or anything. It's, it's very much a work in progress. There's even potential. It may not come out. Oh, so they're giving creators and people who are selling stuff a heads up, though. It, 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 this was a, a rumor that, that came out that was reported by The Verge. Okay. Um, so it's, well, here, here's, yeah. my, like, here's what I think. Like, if they – Etsy, Pinterest. Like, there, mm-hmm. there's beautiful stuff on Etsy, and you can follow, the, you can follow those creators on Instagram. So like, but Etsy is very still like, like, like eBay, pretty static. Um, so I'm just thinking like, yeah, they might be eliminating a whole. Look, it's Facebook that's driving this. I mean, Facebook owns Instagram. Facebook has since okay, that, six yeah. or seven years ago been trying to get people to buy things on Facebook. Right. marketplace yeah yeah i mean it, forever they've been trying to do this and and now with instagram they've they've had some success with instagram like you mentioned the, the tags um there's been some success there so now they're like oh well we can just spin out a separate standalone app for shopping on it like i could tell you right now i would what do you want me to bet like money wise, <laughs> I would bet anything. It just it either won't come out or it's not gonna work because Instagram users, it's not about going on there to buy stuff necessarily. Well, and that's it, why I think they would have the to spin it out. I mean, they might have to spin it out, but like I know a ton of. Um, there's a whole trend about selling clothes, and you yeah. have to like absolutely. Um, I could see if they wanted to do a whole marketplace thing, if they like, like, you know, kind of played off the whole Venmo thing. So if somebody's like, Hey, who wants this couch? Who wants this like ticket? And then that, that gets away from like the beautiful photos, the creators, the businesses a little bit. I think we have to factor in the cool factor. Yeah. I think that's a big part because let's say Venmo right now is, is still relatively cool. Right. It's still a thing. Like everybody isn't on there um, like crazy. The people that are on there have their own sort of language and approach and like, here's why it's fun. And so more people are getting on there now. Um, just like everything, how everything else has grown. Right. Facebook is not cool. Just 
FYI, people, of these social media channels, the least cool, well, the least cool is LinkedIn, but the next, the next least cool is Facebook. And whenever Facebook touches something, yeah, like they were smart that they left Instagram alone for as long as they did. Um, they, Instagram now is more and more getting cluttered. I don't know if you if you really look at it. For sure. <laughs> There's more and more on the screen now where it used to be like, hey, here's a beautiful picture. Mm-hmm. You know, and now it's like, here's another uh, icon. Here's another icon. Here's five more icons. Here's things well, to scroll like, through. Well, so Facebook is like a tedious task for me that we're conditioned to do. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's how you're connected. It's, how you're it's, connected. it's almost like checking your mailbox and going to inbox zero. Um, it sounds depressing when I say it that way. But with now with Instagram, same thing with stories and other things like you got to get it done. You got to complete it. You got to see them all. You don't have to, but yeah, I mean, obviously they're not dummies. They're trying to create habit and condition and uh, increase time in app for sure. But I just, I feel like I do feel like Facebook is at the point of almost ruining ruining it to a point where I, the people are still using it. Don't get me wrong. Like there's millions and billions of people still using both of these things, but all right, let me, okay. Yeah. Let me, let me see if you've noticed this. I feel like we all see this same. That's to say a hundred trending stories a day. Everyone. Mm-hmm. So I can go ask anyone walk around galvanize. Did you see that? Yep. Without a doubt. I can bring up anything, not like Twitter trending, but like anything that went viral. I I guess that's the definition of viral, but you know what I mean? Like before I felt like it was more diverse. Like, Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see that yet. Or like, Oh, Facebook was controlling what people saw. They didn't do that anymore. They got rid of their team. Um, No, I just feel like now it's like very homogenous across the board. All of it. The opinions change. <laughs> it can be for sure. Uh, it, unless you, you're doing things like um, the see first button, you know, like, like there's certain things that I have clicked that I always see first. Their, their posts. It's my wife or, or certain brands or publishers. Or, or me. Yeah. Or you. <laughs> um, well, no, you and I just comment and stuff on each other's stuff so much that I don't even need to click the see first button because it just comes up organically. It's funny. Yeah. Interesting. Um, How about, okay. Uh, I, got my la- I got my last one. I just want to get your take on it. What is it? What's up with Spectacles 3.0? <laughs> I mean, well, maybe our, our year went so fast, but I feel like 2.0 just came out. But Maybe our year just zoomed by. So I, w- I was corrected and, and accurately so. The, the 3.0 designation was, I think, more a, uh, a product hunt uh, sort oh. of naming convention because it's even, sp- even Snap in, in the app when you go in the store, it still says 2.0 because it's not new tech. The, only, the, the new stuff about it is the frames and the lenses, but the tech itself, like it's, it's the same stuff that just came out in the 2.0 with the waterproof yeah. and the strong. Oh, they should have just like said something addition then. Yeah, no, no, it, yeah. that is product time because when we were, when we were listing ours, like you had to, and let to be tangible, it had to be the, a, a version above. So these are, they're, they're different. I mean, they have different frames. Some, there's some different frame options entirely. Like the whole like ugly, so ugly no, no, argument. Parker yet. No Warby Parker, but a close. I mean, it, it almost may as well be. They, they, so they still have the little camera, the cameras, right? But but the lights, like, okay. like yellow. Um, they have blue. They have black. They have like rose gold. They have. That's yeah, so they're just iPhone, ver- you know, different. Like, they're, like the they're more fashionable. Like there's yeah. there's women's versions that the the frame is almost like a, I don't know, like a like a different square ish at the top it's it's a more fashionable look um that'll so, be pretty that'll be pretty interesting to follow you know it's definitely pool wear like I, mean, I feel like pool wear. <laughs> if they did that 
the sales were because I, I threw you some shade. I was like, so are 2.0 in some warehouse somewhere like piles? Yeah. Of, but if no, those sold pretty well, I the think. 2.0 validated it. So therefore, those um, came out before the summer or even maybe in the spring, like, I mean, definitely before the summer, but maybe even like earlier in the year, not just before summer, but they came out in enough time where you could get them for the summer. And I know a couple people in particular that got them and then were showing, showing them using them in the pool, in the water. Um, and it was pretty cool. I mean, it was like basically a GoPro on your face. I wonder, is this something different or is this, because I just looked on Product Hunt and it says uh, Spectacles Nico plus Veronica. No, so that's, they, the, that's the frame. So they updated the title. On Product Hunt, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Because in, if you go in Snap, if you go in the, if you go on Snapchat and you click on like the, the cog, the, the yep. little cog wheel and then Spectacles, it's, there's, a, there's a link there to shop. They're, they're 200 bucks now, by the way, these new ones. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, add fashion. <laughs> um, Did I see you are testing a test flight of Snapchat? <laughs> I, I almost Say, did. What? I um, almost did, but I, I got scared because it says when you go to test, like, you may lose all your data. You have to delete the original app, yeah. Yeah, and I, I have a lot of stuff inside the, inside, like, the memories part of Really good developers create a second beta, so you don't you can run run them both. Mm. Uh, I don't need to test it that bad. Like I I enjoy the the stuff that's in there more than I would the testing the app that I'll have in like another month or whatever. Yeah, well, I think like at least for me, uh, if you want to button this episode up, call call it a show. Uh, as I was perusing Product Hunt, I found something pretty cool since we were talking about. Mm-hmm groups groups and groups mm-hmm. um so someone curated number one product of the day someone curated two thousand slack groups <laughs> the largest but the largest curated list of verified slack groups which you know i'm in about like 10 or so yeah um and the app does make quick switching pretty handy uh as long as you link them all together well what's what's the the verified Slack group benefit. Like, what does I, that mean? I don't even know what that means. Um, and the that, of, I always wonder about like, are there, I, there's gotta be some groups on Slack that are open. You could ask and, and be accepted to join that are, that are pretty interesting and have cool people in it. Like that you maybe otherwise wouldn't be able to connect with. Well, and also like, Okay, so the number of Snap uh, Slack groups have doubled to 2,000 since 2017. Uh, the top 25 Slack groups account for almost 500,000 members, which, to be honest, I like our small like our small groups that we're in. It's manageable; you can get through it. I don't know if I could be in a group with like 40,000 people if that would even be usable. Well, so I went to their website and. Um, I clicked on the link that's in product hunt and, and it lists the categories and the biggest category is local talks. So that's probably centered around cities in some way, shape or form. And then marketing talks, <laughs> there's only 35 groups hmm. that fall into that. Um, and I'm looking at it. They're not humongous. There's like maybe 2,000 members, 1,300. Well, even the top one UX design community is like 9,000. So it's not as big as I thought. I mean, that's a lot, but uh, a lot of design, which that makes a lot of sense. I think the design team at Coplex is the next to dev. Those two groups use Slack the most. Um, What's interesting, who put this together? So this is kind of like a brilliant... uh, lead gen productivity hack mm-hmm. is this company right there you see at the top it's a bot for slack not using our product yet yeah so they just basically did useful helpful content to bring but anyways that's cool because i always do people tell people to find slack groups in their interest and connect it's a great way to do that so cool man 
Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, since you did a, a product recommendation, please do or whatever, I'm going to do a, a podcast recommendation. Ooh. <laughs> give me, give me, give me. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go, let's see. I'm just cycling through real quick. I, I have so many, I have so many these days. Oh, I know. I, I don't think we, we did this one the last time because I don't think it was around, but everything is alive. No, I don't, I don't okay. know that one. Um, it's, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a comedy, not a laugh uproariously type thing, but sort of like a dry comedy thing where it's an interview and say mm-hmm. you're the interviewer and you're interviewing inanimate objects as though they're people. Why not? So why not? There's from August 13th, there's Dennis. He's a pillow. And so the interviewer is talking to Dennis, interviewing him. He's a, he's a pillow. And they're talking about like, Oh man, you know, I got thrown around the room. I got left on the floor the other night. Like it's much more detailed than that. That's a horrible you live, you live right. an adventurous life, my friend. <laughs> the the uh, soda can, I, I forget if it was actually a Coke can, but like th- they claimed it was like a soda can. And he's like, like, oh yeah, you know, and it, it's, it's almost existential in the sense of mm-hmm. it's this, it's this thought process of a can of a soda can of that, that time eventually when they'll like pass on when they get drank and, and how he's like dreamt of, you know, oh, well, this would be the ideal way to go, you know, sitting with, we're, we're driving down the open road, listening to some Bob Dylan. Um, <laughs> you know, he reached for me and then he decided, you know, not to drink me and it got put back in the refrigerator. Like it's stuff like, it, it's total, it's totally like a conversation of two people that's, but one of them is a soda can. <laughs> You got to listen to it. To, it's 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 very entertaining. I feel. I got to admit, I've I've taken a little bit of a um, podcast listening hiatus. So apparently, podcast hiatus altogether. Um, I was consuming, you know, as you know, in my last role, like you know, twenty thirty podcasts a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a little bit much for me. Um, it's tough to listen to them when you're writing. It is actually that's a good point. Yeah, I I've changed like my consumption because I was uh, when I was running, I tried to do audiobooks and I just couldn't, so I just did music. Uh, so like I listened to a lot of Drake over three hundred miles. <laughs> <laughs> were you it in was, your Were you in your feelings? It was I was well I kept skipping that one, but what? <laughs> that's a great song. <laughs> but uh, my point is I'm back into uh, the Apple podcast app and looking through new and noteworthy. Holy cow. There's so many new ones in here. It's insane. Well, that's every week, every day. Well, it looks like, well, and I like, I like branded podcasts, podcasts by brands from, from brands. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing two that stand out who which is the uh, watch, watch uh, pre at world's preeminent watch resource for vintage and modern wrist, wrist watch wrist watches. So they launched who dinky radio. Uh, that was actually launched by Kevin Rose back in the day. And actually I think got bought the other one I'm seeing in here that stands out. Oh, it disappeared. Hold on. Where'd it go? Uh, it was one by, by Nike, Nike. Where'd it go? Trained. Trained. So I don't know. I just, Ooh, words matter. I guess I should probably subscribe to that one. Oh, that's a best that's political. Never mind. I thought it was about words. <laughs> the, Atlant- the Atlantic has one that is it's not brand new, but season two just came out. This crazy genius looks cool. Like five products that save the world. Oh, um oh man. There is one that I actually started listening to that's only good. It's from uh, Business Insider. Household name. Household name. Okay. From Business Insider and Stitcher, and they they go through and it's it's about 
like brands mm-hmm. and how, like sort of the history of something. And the like I listened to those of you familiar with um, the wine, otherwise, AKA two buck Chuck. Two buck Chuck. Right, you can get at Trader Joe's and all this. There's like a whole history of how that ended up as that wine. And it's not like it's the original guy's name, but it's not. And it went through all this crazy hands and it's, it's insane. So they go through the whole history of that. They also like one of the episodes was um, the history, the oral history of uh, the like pizza hut commercial back in the day that featured Donald Trump and Ivana that was right after they it was like in the middle of while they were getting divorced, but they did a, a pizza hut commercial together. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Yep. It was a big, big deal. And it like saved pizza hut at the time pretty much. But the, the story of that, it was, it was phenomenal. Like it's a really, really good show. If you're into to marketing brands, anything, like, even if you're not, it, you just want to hear about cool stories. Um, household name is, is a really good one. This is crazy. Like, this is fun. Uh, kudos to Apple Podcast app. They're doing some really good job curating for Discovery. They are? Uh, under Featured Collections, uh, they have a whole curation called Bingeable Listens, which is what you talk about all the time, binging audio. Mm-hmm. Um, shows for Kids, which is that trend that I knew would with, with uh, you know, uh, Alexa Echo in people's homes and smart speakers. Man, there are so many, uh, looks like amazing shows for kids. And some by like the Highlights Magazine, Nickelodeon, obviously some of these ones that we know and like Gimlet and whatnot. Uh, Gen Z Media, that's a new one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited for the Gen Z. We're producing a lot of shows. Oh my goodness. Uh, We'll have to try these out with our kiddos. Uh, and then they have one for parenting. Kobe Bryant has a kids podcast. Sure, why not? All right, guys, thanks for listening this this uh, long catch up catch up catch up episode and catch up and mustard episode. Um, I'm glad we're back. Uh, we'll bring a we'll bring a little. Every episode is going to be different. I'm not going to say we're going to be 20 minutes or an hour. We'll just do what it's going to be. We'll just figure it out and uh, we'll bring you some relevant relatable yeah. practical social media we'll keep it uh, we'll keep keep going keep it real you can follow us on Twitter at hashtags pod Facebook you can look up more than hashtags it'll come up but it's facebook.com slash hashtags pod there as well at Adam Lidecker at Vincent Orlick yeah our names we're on the webs so yeah hey, thanks this was, buddy this was good to get get back get back rolling and uh, we'll see you next time <laughs> <laughs>